Welcome to Emerge Student Ministries podcast. We are so glad you joined us today. Please be sure to check us out on Facebook or at extendedhandsaog.com. Now for this week's message. All right, guys. Tonight we're going to be talking about what a testimony, what your testimony is, and what a testimony is in general. Um, first off, just a basic definition of what a testimony is. It's a formal written or spoken statement, especially one given in a court of law. So like whenever you go to court and a witness, what, do, what happened on that night? What you give, that's your testimony of events that happened. It's evidence or proof provide, provided by the existence or appearance of something. I'm trying to think where to go with that. Okay. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone. 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 I said that multiple times. If you look at your notes, you'll know why. Everyone has a testimony. Not just her. Not just him. Everyone. Especially if you've given your heart to Christ. The second you get saved, your testimony can go from all that horrible stuff that happened in your life to something absolutely incredible. Just that one simple act. 1 John 5.10 says, Whoever believes in the Son of God has the testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe in God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has borne concerning his Son. Whoever believes in the Son of God, any person who believes in God has a testimony. No matter what's happened in your life, whether you're one of those people that has some crazy history or you're like me who it's like, I mean, there's been some rough patches, but it's never been that bad, and I've actually had a pretty good life. You have a testimony because you were dead. You were going to hell. You accepted Christ, and now you get to spend eternity in heaven with God. Y'all know God, right? The guy who created everything, right? Okay, well, that's another sermon for later. I'm sure Ryan won't let me do that one after tonight. <laughs> So why is a testimony important in your life? Why is a testimony important in your life? Is everybody looking at your notes? Jason, write your notes. Stop staring at me. Right? Importante in Spanish. That's Spanish for important, guys. I know y'all were confused, especially Brittany. She looked confused. Why is, an, is a testimony important in your life? Revelations 12:11 says, And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb. And because of, the, because of the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life even unto death. They, became, they overcame because of the blood of the Lamb, because Jesus died for you, and because of the word of their testimony. Not because Jesus died for you, and there's also that testimony thing we're not talking about. No, it says and. That means both, equally. You, once you get saved, you can't just go, all right, well, I'm saved, so uh, we're good to go, right? No. If you don't go out into the world and tell people what God did for you, say, I was dead. I was going to hell. Because God died for me, I accepted that. I'm going to heaven, guys. Woo! If you don't do that, maybe not to that extreme, don't really do that, because then people are going to get scared and be like, that guy is insane. Don't scare people away. We want them to come here. Bring your friends. Um, tell, them I'm not, tell them I'm not speaking anymore. Uh, you have to tell them what God did for you, or else how are they going to know? A testimony is, important part, is an important part of your life. Let's look at the story of a man Jesus healed. This is a guy that God, he healed. Jesus was just like, boom. But it doesn't end the way y'all are going to think. Because I read this, 
And I was like, Ryan, explain this to me. I'm not, I'm not speaking tonight because I'm confused. I was stupido. That was more, that was more Spanish. Not okay. For all, all of you, whenever C means no, no, you're not. That's what it means. Don't listen to her. She's a liar. Mark 5, 1 through 17 says, Jesus and his disciples crossed Lake Galilee and came to shore near the town of Gerasa. When he was getting out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit quickly ran to him. It's a, it, that should be plural. It should be evil spirits, but y'all see why. From the graveyard where he had been living. So this, this guy that was possessed came running out of a graveyard. Like, I'm sorry, but that sounds like an awesome movie. If any of y'all want an actor, I'm down. No one was able to tie the man up anymore. Not even with a chain. This guy was so possessed that he could break chains. Yeah. <laughs> he talk about swole. He had, he had often been put in chains and leg irons, but he broke the chains and smashed the leg irons. So this dude was just like, weak. Get that weak sauce out of here. No one could control him. Night and day, he was in the graveyard or on the hills, yelling and cutting himself with stones. Okay, y'all hear about people cutting themselves with razors? Like, done. That probably doesn't feel good. This guy took a rock, like, just a, a rock, and was just like, yeah, I could probably cut myself with this. Ah! That dude's, that's a real dude. Really possessed and evil, but real. When the man saw Jesus in the distance, he ran up to him and knelt down. He shouted, Jesus, son of God in heaven, what do you want with me? Promise me in God's name that you won't torture me. The man said this because Jesus had already told the evil spirit, the evil spirit to come out of him. Jesus asked, what is your name? The man answered, my name is Legions because I have lots of evil spirits. Lots, like he collected them. It was a passion of his. I collect stamps, he collects demons. <laughs> to each his own, right? He then begged Jesus not to send them away. He, so he was like, don't send, my, don't send my evil spirits away. I've been working my whole life to collect those things, man. Hobby Lobby don't sell those no more. Where are you going to get them? eBay's got them, but they're outrageous. Over on the hillside, a large herd of pigs was feeding. So the evil spirits begged Jesus, send us into those pigs. So these spirits, like, they were like, oh, guys, Jesus is right there. He's going to make us go back to hell. I don't want to go back to hell. It sucks down there. It's hot all the time. Hey, he could put us in those pigs. I don't know. Demons obviously aren't that smart either. Send us in those pigs. Let us go into them. Jesus let them go. And they went out of the man and into the pigs. The whole herd of about 2,000 pigs. So just picture 2,000 pigs. Like enough to fill this room. Just pigs everywhere. All possessed with demons. They rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. And that's where, we'll, where we're going to end tonight. No. Um, so these pigs were just like, all right, we're out. Right into the lake and drowned themselves. The men, the men taking care of the pigs ran to the town and the farms to spread the news. Then the people came out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had once been full of demons. He was sitting there with his clothes on and his, in his right mind. And they, were and they were terrified. So here's this guy who's crazy, just running around all the time like, ah, ah, I'm filled with demons, ha ha! And now he's sitting there like, oh, hello, how are you today? And they were terrified. I don't think anybody, not a whole lot of people in the Bible were smart back in this day. Um, 
sorry. Everyone who had seen what had happened, who had seen what had happened, told about the man and the pigs. So they were like, guys, did y'all see that? All right, let's go tell all of our friends. Then the people started begging Jesus to leave their part of the country. So he took care of the crazy guy, and they were like, get out, just go, please leave. We can't have you here anymore because the pigs died. So this guy, God was, you know, Christ saved him, got rid of all the demons. Christ was like, you know, get out of him, you demons. I imagine that's probably how it went. It's probably more dramatic than that, but I'm not Jesus. No hold. But these people were mad that their pigs died. Dude, I know he's good now, but now my pigs are gone, and I don't care how many times I go, see, they ain't coming back. So that's a pretty funny story, right? Like, I told y'all, y'all didn't see that coming. Now it gets serious. Hallelujah. So these people, this guy got saved. Everybody scared of this guy. He's out running around cutting himself, screaming at people. He probably killed pigs himself. I don't know. That's just me making that up. But because their pigs died, everybody was mad and told Jesus Christ, to leave. I'm sorry, but like if Jesus could come up and burn my house down, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's fine. We can go stay in the backyard. I don't care. I have a tent if you want. <laughs> so how many of y'all have been saved? Show of hands. I'm taking mental note of everybody that's not raising their hand, by the way. Okay, we'll talk to y'all in a minute. Um, anyways, so you might have friends. What are, what are your pigs that your friends are mad that they lost? Whether that be their drinking buddy, boyfriend, girlfriend, broke up with them, and they got Jesus, and they broke up with me. I hate that Jesus guy. Screws everything up. It's funny. It sounds funny. But it's really serious. Because what are the things that your friends, or your ex-friends, they're really not your friends if this is how they feel, but they're going, hey man, you remember when you used to be my drinking buddy? We could play beer pong all night and couldn't nobody beat us. Just boom, 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 nothing. Nobody got nothing on us. And now you got Jesus and all of a sudden, I don't have a beer pong partner. That's your pigs. That's that thing that your friends are going, man, good that you got Jesus, but I want my pigs back. You killed all my pigs. That's not cool. That Jesus guy? Nuh-uh, I don't like that. So then whenever, whenever someone goes, hey, do you want to come church with me? You want to come hear about Jesus? No, nah, dude, you killed all my pigs. <laughs> and tonight, what we're talking about is the difference between your friends going, nah, he killed all my pigs, and yeah, I'm going right now. I'll go change right now. I don't care. I'm coming. Your testimony can change people's lives. Hmm? can change lives how many is that who can count who can count come on guys mark are y'all everybody quick okay right fast go 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 all right mark 5 18 through 20 y'all Mark 5, 18 through, 18 through 20 says, when Jesus was getting into the boat, so they, they were like, get out. We don't want you here anymore. Just go back to wherever you came from. Stop killing all our pigs. Go home. So Jesus was like, okay, that's how you feel. 
So Jesus was getting back into the boat, and the man who was filled with demons was begging Jesus to go with him. He said, please let me come with you. I don't want to be here anymore. I killed other pigs. They're probably pretty mad. Just let me come with you. But Jesus would not let him. Instead, he said, go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how good he has been to you. So he, he, told, he wouldn't let him come with him. He, he begged and pleaded, Jesus, let me follow you everywhere you go. I'll be your roadie. I'll carry your shoes, whatever. I don't care. He said, no, go and tell people what I did for you. The man went away into the region near the ten cities known as Decapolis. Y'all want to hear fun trivia fact? Decapolis, Deca means ten, and polis means cities. How cool is that? Ten cities? He goes to the region of ten cities called Decapolis? Clever, right? People in the Bible were just not very creative. Um, he went to the ten cities known as Decapolis and began telling everyone how much Jesus had done for him. Everyone who heard what had happened was amazed. All these people that were angry that all their pigs are dead, all it took was him going, guys, I know y'all are mad about the pigs, but Jesus saved my life. I was possessed by demons. Whatever it is that y'all are doing, whatever, you know, yeah, I don't drink anymore, but he saved my life. I stopped cutting myself. I don't want to commit suicide anymore. I stopped sleeping around because Jesus saved my life. And that's what it took. Because of that one guy just telling people what they had already seen, but explaining it to them and telling them what, he, what personally happened in his life, the people went from angry and for, wanting Jesus to leave. Now all of a sudden, they're amazed. They're like, whoa, wait, you mean the pigs died, but you're saved? That's crazy. I don't care about the pigs anymore. These people are weird about the pigs. Oh, Ryan, I'm kind of flying through this. I'm sorry. So finally... What is your testimony? That sounds really simple. What is your testimony? That's a simple question, right? Tell me about your life. Write your biography. Y'all don't start writing yet. Just let me finish talking, then you can write. But I want y'all to turn over and just look on the back of your paper. What's your testimony? Oh, see, we got y'all lines there. Once we're done talking... I want y'all to write down your testimony. And this isn't, unless you want us to read it, we're not. This is your personal thing. But we want y'all to write down whatever it was, that you, whatever your pigs were, but then what Jesus did once he got rid of those. What happened to you? What changed in your life once he got rid of those? Everybody has a testimony, right? We said that. Y'all should remember that. That was pretty. That was a kind of key concept tonight. So if y'all don't know that, I'm gonna have to start over. And I don't want that. And I know you don't want that. If you have a good one and you had bad stuff, you had whatever it was you were battling with, and God saved you, that's awesome. And I am so happy for each and every one of y'all because I love you guys to death. But if you don't have that testimony yet, your testimony is still in that stage where I'm still going through all this stuff. What are you talking about? Dude, I don't know this Jesus character, but I sure like my pigs. So tonight you got to hear Christian talk a little bit about our pigs and the things that we tend to put in front of God and we care more about than him.
But tonight I also want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you've never done that before. See, He loves you so much, He's willing to do whatever it takes to get you a new testimony in Him. See, Jesus died on the cross for you because He loves you more than anybody else. He loves you with everything He has, and He wants to give you an opportunity to love Him back too. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. Forgive me of the things that I've done in my life and the wrongs I've been doing. God, I love you and come into my heart and change my life forever. That's all he requires of you is just to be able to tell him that you love him and that that you want him to really change your life and he'll do it. If you have any questions, I'd be glad to talk to you. You can email me at emerge at extendedhandsaog.com or you can check us out at facebook.com backslash emerge sm i hope that you're listening next week as we discuss more about who god really is